welcome everybody. Thanks for joining us as we kick off another episode of Church Conversations Over Coffee. My name is Kevin. I'm the youth director here at Lifeway Church. Uh, for those of you joining us online, listening to this podcast, just want to say thank you. Welcome. I'm joined by Billy Arnold, our senior pastor, who uh, just finished a few hours ago preaching his Easter service. Uh, we just finished our live streaming. It's up everywhere, lifewayconnect.com. And we wanted to just take some time to debrief that sermon a little bit and kind of dive a little bit deeper into what the sermon was about and how we can best apply it to our lives. So um, thanks for joining us. The general outline of what we're going to be doing today is talking through your message, what you just preached, and trying to dive deep into how we can best apply it in our lives. So, um, Billy, can you give me an overview of what you preached on? Sure. I, the obvious is Easter, uh, Easter Sunday morning, and I, uh, I brought the message essentially out of the story of Luke 24. There's obviously... Um, uh, multiple places in scripture in the gospel stories that tell the resurrection story. The part that we chose uh, was when Jesus uh, came into the room with those group of disciples and literally appeared before them. Right before that time, he had spent time with the with the two on the road to Emmaus story, as yeah. we call it, which is in the prior passage in Luke 24, uh, when Jesus walked with those two guys and then did not reveal himself till near the end of that conversation and when they uh, chose to eat with him. But then soon after that, they went into that room. The other disciples were there. Jesus appeared to them and said, here's my hands, here are my feet, let's eat. And he ate with them. And he talked about the resurrection, you know, the, the obviously risen Lord and the whole Easter story in that way. That's where we launched uh, our Easter service, our Easter sermon out of, uh, yeah. And the the epic story is kind of the terminology that I use there. Yeah, is that that out of all the epic stories of humanity, this is the epic story of all time. So, and so I want to talk about your your some of your key points. You had three key points in your sermon. Um, I said, you know, an epic tale has. Um, it, it has a history behind it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, there's, it's not something that just appears out of nowhere. Yeah. God's great story was written up by God long before any of us would ever know anything. Yeah. Uh, it was God's great redemptive story. It comes yeah. right out of the creation story, right out of the fall of man. And God wrote this up in his, in his way. Uh, so it has a lot of history and a lot of people... In the story of the Bible, the entirety of the Bible, a lot of people had talked, you know, God will redeem, God will restore, God will bring it together. That's the story we certainly have come to know. That's the Old Testament story. God mm -hmm. will make this happen. The story of the Gospels is God made it, brought it to pass, you know, culminated in the story yeah. of Christ. And that's the story of Jesus. But it's, as the, as the illustration I use Sunday morning, is it not only has a past, and not only presently Christ came in, in physical form, mm -hmm. but the story of the future is that the, the restorative part now is that the end results of that, the tense of that is it will still be new. It will still restore. It will still bring to life for all nations, for all people, for yeah. all time. So it's kind of a three-part piece of that I tried to yeah. illustrate on Sunday morning. So third point was, so you have past, present, future now. Right. Third point. What uh, what was your kind of takeaway? Why, why bring that in? Well, first off, I do want to, over the next uh, multiple weeks, we're going to be teaching out of the book, 
uh, of Romans. Yeah. And actually, I'm going to zero in on one chapter for a few weeks. And as I said Sunday morning, whether or not we happen to do all of these only live stream or whether we at some point get a chance to come back in for the next, you know, three or four Sundays, uh, we're going to walk our way through Romans 8 as a as a fulfillment of of the epic part of God's story. And you kicked that off today with I did. verses 1 through 3. Right, yeah. right. And I, I, I think the first kickoff of that is as a part of the epic future results, of, we, there's an epic pardon that's mm-hmm. here. That's why Romans 8, 1 says there are no, because of, because essentially of what Christ has done, there is now no condemnation for those who are found in Christ. And then it talks about the law, we're free, uh, we're weakened. So, um, uh, so you, you have that, that, you know, that we are free from the consequences of the life that we have found ourselves yeah. in. Uh, the life of sin, the life of, of literal spiritual slavery, and frankly, eternal slavery. Mm-hmm. I no longer have this cloud over my head because of what Christ has done. I am, you know, the term I use is the epic pardon. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the epic part? In fact, I'm sort of framing Romans 8 just to help it make sense with that term epic every week. Mm-hmm. In this case, the first launch of this is the epic pardon that mm-hmm. we're given the life of every soul is that we are destitute, no matter who we are, on what scale of a weighted scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the consequences of your life will not lead to life. Yeah, It will lead to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why the beauty of the epic part of the story is we have this epic pardon. And that was really what I launched on yeah. Easter Sunday morning. What is sin? And mm-hmm. like so often we think of sin as just... I, a mistake I make or something right. bad I do, but sin is not only an action. Sin is a, a, a relational standpoint, a relational point of, which we preach that a lot yeah. in recent days, even. Yeah. And it's absolutely got to be reminded. Yeah. Cause it's, I, it's, I mean, for me, I forget that. I think, Oh, I went a day without sinning. Cause I didn't get in a fight with my wife or I went a day without sinning. Cause I didn't speed or I went a day without sinning because I didn't say a curse word. But in reality, sin is a, a a lack of relationship with God, the father 100%. Um, I would even, you know, and maybe I'll link this in the show notes, but recommend the Bible projects uh, theme video on sin and that Hebrew word. I think it's uh, Kata K H A T A. And it gets, I think they, they get at that and they explain it really well. So if you're, if, if you're listening to this and wondering uh, about sin and what it actually is, I would definitely recommend watching that um, because yeah, again, it's so easy to misunderstand what sin is. And I think if we misunderstand what sin is uh, without a a full understanding of sin, I don't think you can fully appreciate Jesus's sacrifice for you. The, let me go back to the Luke 24 story one more Mm -hmm. time is that brings up another image. That's why literally the presence of a resurrected Holy Jesus to in the room yeah. to eat breakfast with these people is so significant. Yeah, totally. They were unholy. These are the people who literally betrayed him. Peter denied him. Yeah. Judas betrayed him. Uh, everybody else ran away, mm-hmm. fell asleep. I mean, we talked about that on the Thursday night part yeah. of Passion Week. You know, a holy God with each one of us who'd say, well, I'd like to weigh it out. What I didn't do, what I did wasn't nearly as bad as what Judas did. Yeah. 
but it, it, it's it's we weight it like that. But it is far. We broke a relationship, yeah. and yet Christ walked back into the room yeah. and said, "I want to have a relationship with you." That presence is very real, and I think that imagery—it's more than an imagery; it's a reality. Yeah. Well, and even uh, you know, reading through the Old Testament, it's difficult at times, and I think people. Uh, usually it's Leviticus. People get right. hung up on Leviticus, and because it, it comes off as all these rules that the the Israelites were supposed to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, what I love about it, and I don't, I don't remember what I learned this in in college, and it's forever changed how I view Leviticus. Uh, Leviticus one starts with the Lord called Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting, uh, and then you have the entire book of Leviticus which is all about holiness and God's holiness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then you have numbers and numbers one starts. The Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai in the tent of meeting. And I think we, we miss that yeah. so often, yeah. but he spoke to Moses from the tent of meeting because at that point in the story, Moses was unclean and unable to enter. And then you have this entire book that talks about how to make oneself clean so that we can approach God. And then Moses is able to enter the tent of meeting and be in God's presence. The audience, you know, so they're they're either have a relationship with Jesus or don't have a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Um, I guess you could have a a third category, unsure. (laughs) But but the first one is to meditate on your position with Jesus. I think so. Who is Christ to you? Has, is he actually the author of your life? Is he actually or is he just a religious figure for me? Yeah. Uh, is he a nice guy? Is he, you know, some good quotes and sayings? Yeah. Or have I really understood that, you know, that the Savior is the Savior, the yeah. Messiah is the Messiah? I think uh, I was talking to my brother-in-law one time, and I got this imagery of, is Jesus just some guy at a party that you just happen to be in the same party, but you haven't actually walked up and met? Uh, you can see him. You know a lot about him. You know, you know, you know where he hangs out, what he likes to do, but you haven't actually uh, met him yet. Um, or is he somebody that you are actually in relationship with that you're talking with regularly that you know uh, beyond just you know, yeah, Jesus is the Son of God. You know, you can know a lot of facts about him, mm-hmm. but have you actually uh, understood who he is? Uh, the call is there. Have you obeyed his call? Have yeah. you surrendered your life, repented? So, and so when you have done of, that, yeah. I think the other takeaway of that is, have you felt, have you really understood that, again, there is no condemnation yeah. for those of us in Christ? So then it's living in that freedom. It, in a whole new freedom mm-hmm. way. And and people are trapped into a freedom of themselves or yeah. to a slavery to themselves. Totally. And I, that, that's the first real yeah. major takeaway. Once I come to walk, have I really felt the, the weight of sin being lifted mm-hmm. off their shoulder. And that's real. And that's the, I mean, that's the process of sanctification yeah. um, to, to use another big theological word. Sanctification is this lifelong walk of being made more into the image yeah. of Jesus. Yeah. Um, I do want to offer another resource. Uh, there's this uh, organization or this company, I don't know, but it's, it's called the, the versus project and uh, you can look them up online. They actually, what they do is they take uh, verses from scripture and they have, um, usually an artist will create a, an like artwork for the verse, whether it's just like an, a painting or mm-hmm. a graphic or whatever. And then a musician will write music over the verse. So the only lyrics are the actual verse, but there's music to it That's cool. to help us remember it better. 
and then sometimes there's a devotional that goes along with it as well. But there's one for Romans 8, 1. Um, actually, it might, yeah, I think it's Ro- Romans 8, 1, and there's just a song. It's, I think, like a minute and a half. But it's just that verse, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So I'm going to link that in the show notes as well. But I would definitely recommend over this next week, as you're meditating on that and and thinking about, one, what is your relationship to Christ? And then, two, start memorizing Scripture. Memorize this verse. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in and joining us as we start these church conversations over coffee. I hope that you have found these helpful and encouraging Uh, If you have any comments or thoughts uh, about this passage or about Billy's sermon on Sunday, we would love for you to let us know. You can uh, email us, uh, office at lifewayconnect.com, or you can engage with us on social media, um, wherever our church resource, our church Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever. Uh, We'd love to hear your thoughts and your, your questions, your opinions. If there's something you want us to talk about, let us know. Uh, this is for our church family, and so we want it to benefit them. Yep. We'll see you later see you this later. week. From all of us here at Lifeway Church, God bless, and we'll see you later. Bye.